Sanchez, oh Sanchez, where are you? We see you on Instagram, we see your dogs, but we don't see you. Well, not the Sanchez last seen in Arsenal's 2016-17 season. Hello and welcome back once more to everyone on the On and Off The Pitch podcast. It's with a United fans discuss. The topic is Sanchez. Do Manchester United actually need him now? Joining me today once more is Red Devil Weekly. How are you? I'm doing very well, Rodney. Thanks for having me on once it's, again. It's all, I know, it's all like family, you know, family, family gathering. Um, I'm glad to welcome again Mr. Jack, a.k.a. Just Jack. You're hey, right, Rodney. Jack. How are you, pal? I'm good. I'm good. And I'm glad you're back. And um, alongside Jack, we have Femi. Yep. Hello, Rodney. How are you doing? I'm all right. You know, it's, 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 you, it's, oh, no, it's, it's all good. It's Manchester United fans talking, you know, chewing the fat. And the queen of the pack, the <laughs> CEO of Premier Language Canada, Jessica. The far Hello. side of planet Earth. How are you, Jessica? I'm good, thank you. It's a little bit cold, but it's all good. You see, it's cold where you are, but you are the head of this gang. You know, this rough, tumble crew. They're all squeezed in together like some late-night revelers in a dark, wet phone box. And I won't say why it's wet, but it's dark and wet. Right. Do United need Sanchez? I'm going to jump straight in. Red Devil. Yes or no? And and why? Um, for me, I don't think we need him. I don't think we need him. I think, obviously, when he did first sign, there was a lot of kind of hullabaloo around it. There was a lot of people saying, you know, this is the this is the world class player that you know we need to take us to the next level and start challenging again. Um, and he has been underwhelming for me. Um, now some people will blame you know Jose style of play and the fact that you know Sanchez probably wasn't suited to that whatsoever. I mean, just a quick one on that as well. For me, I, I think I don't think Alexis Sanchez was the decision of Jose Mourinho. I think Alexis Sanchez was the decision of of the board. Uh, if we remember, Sanchez was definitely um, you know being strongly linked to Man City well before he was being linked to Manchester United. Um, so I do think a bit uh, something to do with his signing was almost a marketing ploy, saying you know we've taken one off our rivals. I'm not sure how much thought actually went into that signing but I digress on that and I think you know he has been underwhelming for me I think he's he has turned up in a few games I do remember the FA Cup semi-final he did score an uh, important equaliser against Spurs in that game obviously scored the winner against Newcastle Uh, he's popping up here and there and doing doing some good things in games but ultimately I haven't seen too many performances from Sanchez where he's 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 controlled his position and he's controlled the game and, and, and been in the game. I think there's a lot of times, I mean, you addressed it kind of at the start, you know, where is Sanchez? A lot of the times in games, uh, in that Reading game, yes, he got the assist for Lukaku's goal, but he was pretty anonymous for most of that game. Um, to be honest, most of our team were in that game. But <laughs> in that Reading game, I did notice that he didn't, he didn't make too much. He didn't make too much. And uh, I don't want to be too critical of him. Um, I think you've got every right to be critical because look, I'm going to be honest with you I've got my point of view and I'm sure everyone else has when he arrived right, when he arrived you know, piano entrance, misty night hairs raised on the back of your neck arrival, everyone was rubbing their hands like they'd struck gold and since then we've not seen anything of the Sanchez of old his actual um Entrance to the team, his persistent player being picked in the team was the reason Martial's um, performance dipped and everyone said it was down to him and it was down to Jose. You hit on a very good point. Imagine it was the board. Imagine it was the board that bought, bought um, Sanchez and said, you've got to pick him. You've got, you've, well, not only did we buy him, you've got to pick him. You know, I, I definitely think there's something in that. I think there's definitely something in that. I feel like... You know, especially in the day and age where, you know, football is becoming a lot more about money making rather than, you know, what goes on the pitch. I definitely think you know, there's there's definitely nothing to say that, you know, Sanchez wasn't, you know, the Edward was sitting down the the money making man that he is. And fair play, he, he does a good job at that side. He saw he saw that, you know, Man City being strongly linked with this player. 
and saying, you know what, if we go in for him and we get him now, because I think Man City are wanting to get him in the summer, but we, we, I think Edward we might have gone, you know what, let's get him now in January and then the Man United fans can lord that over the Man City fans and everyone can get excited about it. Um, but I think there's definitely something, there's definitely something in that. But I, 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 I do feel sad that it hasn't gone hasn't gone our way because you know Sanchez, as you said in sixteen seventeen, was a quality player. So I'm not sure what's happened to him since then. I don't know whether you know he's, he's in the wrong system or, or whether it's just him. It might just be him. Is it is it he's not as good? Who knows? But it's 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 unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Probably is. Not as good. Uh, Jessica, um, do you like it needs Sanchez? And do you agree with any of the points that Red Devil has made? I very much agree. I, I don't believe that Jose wanted Sanchez. I believe that I actually think most of the signings were not Jose's signings. <clears throat> but um, I think that he was brought in and I think... Um, does he have a role now? The only role that I would see, I don't think we need him. However, I do feel that it's good to have depth in the team and to be able to rotate and to be able to rest. And while they had a horrible, horrible outing the other day, um, you know, going forward, we may need extra bodies um, mm. within the team. But, but, but that would be the only real reason to keep them, I think. I, it's a hard call because, you know, you can say we have Lukaku, we have, like, we have so many players and, and not none of them are out. Martial didn't have a good game the other day, you know. They, they, there is no one, in my opinion, that's really outstanding. And we, even though Ole's here and everybody's very positive and happy, um, I think okay. that we still have the same team. And <laughs> still have the same issues and I think uh right now the whole Ole positiveness is 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 pasting over all the cracks but uh whether those cracks can really be solved I don't know it was interesting to watch now we do have some tough games coming up right well I'll tell you what around about 6 37 o'clock on a Sunday we will see yes (laughs) you know there might be many of you Choice words said on on social media. Please don't. Man-sized tissues may be purchased from your local chemist, and and if you're pushed hardware store. Um, uh, right. Let me jump over to to, to Jack. Jack, um, you've listened to both Red Devil and Jessica. Um, apart from do, do United need Sanchez? Do they do do they need him now? Um. Do they need him now? No, and I don't think they ever did. Uh, I, re- it really baffles me that we got rid of Henrik Mkhitaryan, to be honest, and brought in Alexis Sanchez. If you look at a lot of the early stuff that United were doing in that in that um, last season, the beginning of last season, the 4-0 FC, all that, a lot of that was coming down to Henrik Mkhitaryan. He had, what was it? I think it was five assists in his first three games. He was pulling the strings and he was allowing Pogba um, to go forward as well by playing the correct passes to match his runs. Martial was scoring loads of goals. Rashford Martial had a very nice um, combo where one would sit on the bench and for 60 minutes the other one would play and the other one would come on and end up scoring. And they were like in competition and that was nice to see. And that kind of stopped when um, Alexis came in and he kind of stopped that flow. And if you look at Sanchez's stats when he's been at... Um, Barcelona and Arsenal, he's averaged minimum a goal every two games. And even at Barcelona, I mean, 65 starts, 39 goals is a fantastic return. Um, same with Arsenal, you know, just over 120 games played. Um, a, f- a lot of them being, a few of them being sub-appearances and scoring 60 goals as well. So he has done it elsewhere. It's just not seeming to click at Manchester United. Is it the pressure of the club or is it something in his head is he aging you know he is 30 years of age now just turned 30 so I think it's I think we need to get rid of him ooh get get rid of I'm making a note uh, that's so soon into the podcast Jack's just he's culling yeah well <laughs> I, I think that when you look at the, the players that we have you know Romelu Lukaku young like he, 
in terms of footballer. He's not he's not reached his prime yet. Uh, Jesse Lingard seems to be entering his prime now. You know these young players that we have like Marcus Rashford, um, Anthony Martial as well. We have a lot of young energetic uh, forwards coming through. Even as well, you look at Mason Greenwood and Tahith Chong. Will they be getting a chance if Alexis is starting every game and then? either one of Martial or um, Rashford is more sporadic. So then there's no chance for you to come true. Whereas if we get rid of Alexis Sanchez, let Rashford kind of occupy a striker slash left wing role. And then Martial can uh, try and keep that left wing spot down and let them have competition rather than trying someone who is on, let's not forget, massive wages. I know the media likes to exaggerate, but it is huge. And for a player who has scored, I mean, he scored three goals in just just over 20 league appearances for United. That's just not good enough. It's not It's not good enough indeed. I can hear someone in, in the kitchen there making a cup of tea. I'll have two sugars with mine, please. Um, <laughs> Femi. Yep, yep. Femi, you can put the peanut butter down now, Femi. We're ready. Um, <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Femi, um, all... Good points made by Jack, Jessica and Red Devil. Um, Do you believe that that Sanchez needs to be at Manchester United? Let's put it that way. Um, First and foremost, I would say yes and then say no. Um, Yes, in terms of um, what he brings to the team, he's the kind of player compared to Sanchez of um, old when he played in Barcelona or Arsenal. That was what we were all expecting. So I was expecting Sanchez to come into this United team and perform on that same wavelength. And then, um, no, in the sense that you've got um, Marshall, you've got other young players coming up. And for some reason, ever since Sanchez started playing for United, they've all just gone down one way. And I think, um, I don't know what the reason is, but... For me, like I said, yes or no, really. Um, I think that's my point. Do you think he's worth the money? Let me qualify that. Let, do you think he's worth the money he's being paid? Um, truthfully, I'm not sure he does. Um, I think I will agree with the first caller who said uh, it might be the board who called the shot and that. Um, j- just to yeah make fun of City. But, but I think the money he's being paid is ridiculous. Um, based on what we've seen so far, but I think also in a fair in a fair world, if you have all the players playing well at the same time, and Sanchez is dropping behind, you would then actually say he's not up to up to standard to be a United player. But all the players have not played really really exceptionally well this season. So one way or the other, I think he's just being uh, be pulled aside because of the wages he's earning. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, I think I think what you're saying is, but you know, some of the players haven't played really well, but they played well of late. Um, we are judging him on his salary alone, uh, which is unfortunate because, uh, as football fans, um, pundits, anyone watching the game or any sport, once you know the valuation of a player, once you know that the actual salary a player has been um, yeah. given, yeah. you then start to critique them in a slightly different way. You judge them in a different way. You yeah. add you add value or value systems to what you expect from them, especially yeah. when someone says they are world-class uh, yeah. in bracket. So yeah. you're not being too harsh. I pose the question yeah, simply but... because it, it's, it seems to me that that, that, that that element of the team has been looked over hugely since Ole has um, come to the club. It's been, it's been not even so much looked over, it's been hidden under the carpet uh, in terms of him being in the team and and the, and the team performing well, because he was used as the stick to beat Jose, yeah. he was used as the stick yeah. to beat Martial in yeah. terms of their performance, in terms of their development, in terms of how the team was performing. He was used as that stick, and yeah. since Ole has turned up, everyone I've seen on social media, and it has changed the tune. Oh, you know, we're expecting to see the same old Sanchez that was at all. He's been there a year. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He hasn't t- that, that old, that old, you know, all of a sudden now you get rid of the, you get a new manager, you're thinking all of a sudden the player that has not turned up for years is now going to turn up. Yeah, but, but also another valid point, I think, is um, the relationship breakdown he had with his um, ex-girlfriend. Because um, from what I've read so far, I think they were pretty close. 
and I think psychologically as well, that has got a role to play. We I all think get... I think we've got to blame the dogs for that. Finn. No, 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 no. I think I'm just being <laughs> because you no, know, he's a dog lover. I don't think he's really upset. Not if he's he's on Instagram all the time <laughs> with his dogs. He's got his dogs, but at the end of the day, if he doesn't have anyone to share his love and, and whatever with, I think um, there might be a problem there. But like, <laughs> get, yeah, him, yeah, but... get him five hundred pounds of pounds a week. You should find someone to share stuff with. I'm no, sure. No. But that's not the point because that's what you and I will do. I'll take on the job. I'll take on the job. <laughs> Jessica, if we can get him on Instagram, just say phone a friend. <laughs> no, but but I think I think you see you, you, even at work as well. You tend to have work colleagues who have relationship um, um issues, whatever it may be, and you you try to see the level of performance drops as time goes on. So I'm I'm, I'm just saying I can't actually pinpoint as to why he's not performing that well. But I know you can't just go bad all of a sudden. There is still Sanchez of old in there, but if he's going to be a my United player, he would need to see that sooner or later. Well, I mean, <laughs> Jack was quite right. Jack said he is 30 now. His birthday was in, in late December. Yeah. Uh, he's the, the best, his best days, right? It would I'm seem... Gone. When I say I've gone, you would expect there still to be some golden moments, a purple patch. But when you look at his career, um, Arsenal career, 2014-15, 35 appearances, 16 goals. 15-16 season, 30 appearances, 13 goals. The 16-17 season is the one I quoted. 38 appearances, 24 goals. Then 17-18 season, 19 appearances, 7 goals. And then he joins United in that same season, two goals. Two goals. It's it is clear there is diminishing returns from yeah. the player. The older he gets, and now that he is getting so much money, is there a switch internally that says, I don't really need to try that hard anymore because I'm ridiculously rich? Yeah, true. There might, be, yeah, there might be uh, to some extent. There might be, but also you need to understand Sanchez is like Rooney as well. The way they kind of play with passion, they are very athletic as well, and they have to run around and cover most grounds. So that is starting to tell on his body at some point. He has played how many international matches for for Chile for the past couple of years. So I think at some point that would definitely start telling on him, and I think unfortunately it is. Okay. Um, Jessica, the, the, the point that Femi makes about his, his telling on his body, when you look at Sanchez, right, on his Instagram post, he's always got his shirt off and he's training hard. <laughs> he's buff. He has the six-pack that I once had and I lost. Um, do you think, right, that there is any sign of a diminishing returns player because he, he, he displays all the signs of someone who's very much in love with being fit, very much in love with being in, in, in peak condition, wants to play football, but at the same time, doesn't deliver on the pitch. Yeah, I think, I mean, he is fit. There's no doubt about that. All right, calm down. <laughs> I'm looking at the Instagram now. Um, <laughs> he wants to... It's not fair being the only woman on this podcast, by the you way. Cannot, you bring us back down to earth, Jessica. You bring us back down. Um, he, he's definitely fit, and he certainly runs around a lot, doesn't he, when he's on the pitch. But, but um, I just, I'm sure that there is a component of the fact that he's making a lot. He seems perfectly happy. I mean, you know, he's doing his thing, whatever, with his dogs and stuff, and um, he seems to come on and try hard. He's not particularly productive but um i think that he probably does lack motivation and i think he probably you know he is getting older and and he probably like would you care if you're making that kind of money sitting on a bench i wouldn't no i i guess there was a a slight amount of envy from (laughs) from my point of view if i was earning that kind of salary um, I wouldn't. Um, I want to go to Jack and ask Jack this question and then follow um, Red Devil. Um, what is Sanchez's best position for Manchester United if he stays? Um, 
for Manchester United. Um, yeah, even though you know, even though you'd say you'd sell him, uh, I think the position if if he wants to stay, the position he has to hop into is that right wing spot. Um, right, it's, it's it's clearly a position where we are lacking. If you if you look at any um, kind of like player position map for the last three years, I'd say. We're left sided. We're definitely more left sided than right sided. And Sanchez could be the person who can maybe bring some balance over to that right hand side. You know, of course, it doesn't help that we don't have a good right back. But if we had someone who would like hug the touchline of that right wing, and obviously Sanchez has got quality, you know, he's got a good right foot on him. And if we have someone like Romelu Lukaku who can get into the box, I'm sure Alexis Sanchez could be able to find him with some pinpoint crosses. So there's, there is a space for him. Whether he wants to play on the right wing or not could be the re- could be the deciding factor on whether he stays because I think Martial and Rashford seem to be covering up that left wing even if Rashford does go up front sometimes. So I think he's got to go right wing if he wants a chance to stay and get in the team. That's a, that's a really good point. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that in a, after Red Devil gives his his bit on where would his best position be. Well, I mean. I, I do I do tend to tend to agree with Jack, but also I would make a case for him potentially his best position. I'm not saying he'd be able to get this position, but I think through the middle. I think Sanchez as a as a central attacking midfielder. I know we don't really play that position. Pogba kind of occupies that position in his newer, more free role he's got uh, under Solskjaer. But I think I feel like Sanchez um, out wide. I, I'm not sure if it, if that's his best position. I think. I, I agree with Jack that if he wants to stay at the club and he wants to be uh, you know, in contention for a starting spot, he has to adopt that right wing position because that is definitely where we're lacking at the moment. Um, but for me, I, I actually think Sanchez can be a lot more effective when he's through the middle, when he's you know directly involved in the thick of it, you know, in the play and and, and creating. And I think on the on the on the wide, you know, he's he's quick, but he's not as quick as. You know the, the the new fullback that is coming in, in into you know Premier League, into the Premier League. I mean, we saw um, prime example DeAndre Yedlin. You know these fullbacks these days are absolutely rapid. Yeah. And yeah. for me, Sanchez, a lot of the times when he's on the wing, he's always cutting back onto his right foot. And, and I think you know some sometimes that works. Sometimes you can provide a a perfect ball into the box. But I I, I just think if you're cutting back all the time. I'm not sure if the wing positions for you, especially if you're on, if he if he predominantly plays on that left hand side, cutting back onto his right all the time. Uh, at least if you if you've only got a right foot, you know, at least go on the right wing. I mean, but yeah, for me, I feel like you know his best position, I reckon, would be somewhere in the middle, whether it be kind of a central attacking or even as a centre forward. But I don't think he's going to be able to you know be in the United team with that position. No, I mean, you know, I think, Jack, were you going to say something there? Uh, no, just to kind of follow up on what Kieran said. Yes, he, he is very predominantly right-footed. So the right wing would, would seem to suit him. The one thing that drives me absolutely insane about Alexis Sanchez is that thing where he picks the ball up on the left wing. He, he looks like he's going to pass it to the overlapping fullback, whoever that may be. He cuts inside. Yeah. He just cuts inside and plays this unbelievably stupid pass <laughs> over a defender's head and the other defender just heads it away every single time without fail. I don't think he's ever actually accurately found a teammate with that pass. He just, it's, I swear, you can find compilations of it on YouTube, the amount of times he just chips it into into nowhere. And I have a, one of my best mates is an Arsenal fan and the one thing he said to me when we swapped that team, he, he said to me, um, oh, you're going to enjoy seeing these chip passes. And I, I literally hadn't a clue what he what he was talking about, and the first game Sanchez played against Yeovil, I was like, That's "Yeah, what he's talking about." I remember, I remember. He, like honestly, he just loses the ball way too often with that stupid pass. It's so yeah. annoying. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to do that on the right wing because he wouldn't be able to cut in and do it on his left. Not, not with his left. Not, not with his left. He's one yeah. of the. He's one of the many. Premier League footballers that can only use one foot, which well, kind of really infuriates me, yeah. considering the amount of money they're paid. Uh, Femi, I'm going to ask you quickly, what position do you think, if Sanchez were to stay at Manchester United long-term, would he be best for? Um, I would agree with you, lad. Um, you're no. right. 
No, no, no. Hold on. The right wing, because at the end of the day, um, that's the place that's really lacking, and you would expect um a player like Sanchez, who started his um playing career from Udinese as a right winger. Indeed. Yeah, and then that's what I'm saying. And then at the end, because then when he goes on right wing, he cuts inside onto his favorite right foot from the left wing. But when he signed for United, I was just reading something earlier. He said he would like to play amongst the front three, but preferably on the on left. The left. So yes. that was a hint. He was saying indirectly to Jersey and United, saying, "I can play left, I can play right, I can play through the middle, but I would preferably play on the left side." But from what we've seen from Marshall so far this season and um, the link-up play between Marshall Pogba, I really don't see him being on the left-hand side, preferably on the right going forward. Actually, considering the, the, the link-up play that we've seen of late, yeah. I don't see him being in the United team. He would let alone be. On the right, let alone on the right-hand side. No, he would be. He would. That's what I'm saying, because the right-hand side for the United team, this past couple of games there, has been literally dead. There is a vacancy at right-back for him if he wants it. Well, to be honest, <laughs> if the only problem is if he does play some at right wing and for some God knows un- unbelievable reason, Antonio Valencia plays right-back. <laughs> oh, we will never, if we pass it to the right, we're never coming back to the centre because they can't use their left foot. So it will literally just go out to the sideline. And he'll turn around and chip it to Valencia, who will mis- miscontrol Valencia it with his left. 27 body feints and pass it backwards to Chris Smalley. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's like watching a really befuddled Argentinian tango, but <laughs> oh, in the wrong then, direction. And then Can we come back? give it to Jones, and then Jones will give it to Young, and it will be like we're back to 2012. <laughs> well, I know they say Back to the Future is a, a, big, a big retro movie, but, you know, if you want to see it live... Go to, Go to Old Trafford. Go to Old And um, so we go back to the fact that we still have the same team. <laughs> the same team? Yeah. yeah. Except um, we've just put them all in defence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, actually think, I actually think Sanchez will end up playing sweeper. That's, that's <laughs> uh, on the left-hand side. put him on stilts and put him in goal. <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad. Hanging from the crossbar. You know, I mean, like, kind of like wrong. baby, baby, baby bouncer outfit. <laughs> don't Stop. get me wrong, I'm young FC. But... <laughs> no, you're young FC, I'm Fellaini FC. So there I'm we go. young FC, but I don't mind him as a as a backup left or right back, but he, he, he cannot be starting. Oh, do you know, so we, we've come to this point, right? We've come to this point and, and, and because it's... It, we're all squeezed into the into the the the, the phone box and it's tight. Yeah. Um, we're we're coming to the point where we actually agree that his position in the team, yeah, considering the salary he's been paid, stop crying, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a super sub. He is. He's and a, like he's Ale, a super sub. Not a super sub yeah. like Ole, who came on and did stuff. Well, he's been paid a lot more money than Ole was, <laughs> and, and not and not providing the moments. That's that's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. We we have, and 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 all has been said about the the transformation of Marshall, the transformation of Rashford, and about how Pogba has been reborn and un unleashed onto the the Premier League for the first time in three years. Is almost, you know like, like we've just found someone. Someone said I found America, and it was always there. This is a guy who was a sub, and the best sub in football, who's won the Champions League, cannot get a chip. He's got hamstring problems, that's great. But I don't think that he will be able to fit into the system that he currently has right now. And we mentioned Lukaku briefly earlier. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about him in any other business because this conversation about where does he fit into the team isn't just for one individual. We're talking about Sanchez in the sense that because I'm looking at him in terms of diminishing returns of goals, in terms of his age, in terms of the salary and about where the team will be, not just in the next six months, but in the next 18 months. Does he play a part? Does he actually have a future in the team? And I don't know if the United faithful, if the hierarchy above or the money men will look at that and think the amount of money that we're we're shelling out is the the return justified? 
And unless they're actually selling um, Manchester United shirts with number seven on Mars and we don't know about it, <laughs> and that's probably the only reason. Honestly, there must be an outlet store <laughs> with Manchester United goods on I heard, sale. Yeah, it's a big seller in Venus, I heard. But yeah, <laughs> religion in a, in a, on a satellite station near you, I cannot see where he, he fits in. But what that says to me, if he does stay for the next 18 months and, you know, this is the transfer window, we're not even going to talk too much about that because I'm sure we'll all run at the wall and hit our heads. This squad, this, yeah, this squad won't change that much in two years because it hasn't changed that much in five years. I think, I think um, the squad hasn't changed much in um, two, it won't actually change much as time goes on because if you actually look at other teams and the way they've changed and they brought in players, like we are laughing at Liverpool, we cannot laugh at Liverpool right now, but Klopp has been able to do something. He's from three seasons ago when he started to now, you could actually see they are moving in the right direction. At some point, they will hit jackpot, either now or later. But but um, but the thing is, at United, I really don't see that happening anytime soon because we just so look and um, we just look so disorganized. We, we really don't know what is happening from top to bottom, really. So. No, uh, we we almost kind of segued into a kind of like the Manchester United. I know that we're United fans and we're all talking. And I want I want to just squeeze a little bit more out of the Sanchez thing. Um, Jessica, I'll start with you because I'm conscious that you know you're being a CEO of a big business. You you got things to do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, um, Sanchez, if you could, because it will be a year this month since his arrival, what has been the best moment that he has delivered Manchester United fans? Can you think of one? No. What? Ooh. It's controversial. The goal, the goal against Newcastle. <laughs> I thought he played piano really well. Fantastic performance on the piano. He was. I, I thought he crushed it. To be honest, he got every note right. <laughs> Do you know something? If they say to me that was dubbed, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> yeah. And if they did. come, if somewhere down the line goes, oh, you know what? That was a session singer and a piano player. You just, you know. And I'd be lying if I said, you know, I wasn't slightly aroused when I saw him at the at the signing. Uh, video gaze into the stars in the middle of Old Trafford. I just thought, oh, yeah, Ooh. hello, Alexis. <laughs> well, listen, we were all bewitched by that small video clip. We were all literally and he put on the jersey, yeah. so exciting, and then nothing. You know, there were people in Latin America literally breaking out in sweat, thinking, Who is this? What I must get me that shirt. What club is this? You know, Woods would just count in the counting them, you know, in his bed thinking, here we go, 50, 100, 150, 200. That's what he does. Locking it up, you know, at night, you know, locked away in the panic room. (laughs) That and a packet of jacket cakes. Skyping the glazers in the process. Yeah, Skyping the glazers. No, he's not Skyping. He's using a much more, (laughs) much more secure platform. He's yeah, using Google fine. Hangout. This podcast is deteriorating. <laughs> when you start to get down to the nitty gritty, Jessica, I know we, we did, I mean, we, we can talk about it in all seriousness, but, you know, as a football fan and a fan of your team and you look at a player and you think, what do you add to the team? Nothing. What do you add to the club? What do you add to the memories that the fans have of you? Apart from the fact that it is widely known, that he's receiving an absorbent amount of money a week. I'm not talking about a month. I'm not talking about a year. Weekly. And I've asked you, what can you think about in terms of your best moment? You say nothing. Femi mentions the goal against Newcastle. And and Jack and Kieran's probably just too busy rolling around on the floor laughing, you know. (laughs) Thinking, what the hell's going on here? Um, that I, can, I, I myself can, I, I, I would probably say uh, the goal against Newcastle, and even then, 
And this is the funniest thing. If you ever watch that goal again, when people talk about him holding Martial back, he literally pushes him out of the way to score that goal. If you watch the clip, Martial's there, he shoves him and literally says, no, this is yeah. mine. So not only did he hold him back um, for play, <laughs> he, he used all of the WWE moves that he watched <laughs> to secure three points against Newcastle. I would probably say my favourite Sanchez moment was probably his performance against City. I probably thought that was his best performance in the United shirt. You know, he popped up with uh, two assists for the, for the second Pogba goal and, and the winner. And he was also heavily involved in the in the first goal. So I thought that was probably my favourite moment. Was That was the game where I thought Alexis Sanchez has, has come to life here. This is the, this is the Sanchez we expected. But it, it just never, it never followed up like that. It doesn't. And, and I'm going to come across and, and literally kind of bring us back down to earth. Are our expectations of him, considering his age, considering his time in football, too much? Are they inflated? No. Are they? You don't think they're inflated? No. No? Because, like, let's be real. The man had a great season the season before at Arsenal. And still scored a decent amount of goals before he left in January for Arsenal. Yes, he threw his toys out the fan, but he still showed up with goals. I mean, this is a, this is a player who at one time was considered one of the best in the Premier League. So no matter the age, like look at Cristiano Ronaldo, he's 33 years of age. I'm not saying Sanchez is as good as Ronaldo, but just because he's hit 30 doesn't mean he should just turn into this slow, hamstring-pulling merchant. Like he should be still having the quality on the ball. At the moment, he just doesn't seem to have that. Is the expectation of Manchester United maybe weighing on his shoulders? Yes, that's a possibility. Yeah. However, are, is should our, is our expectations inflated? No, we're just expecting someone who says he wants to play on the uh, left wing, when he gets a chance to play on that left wing, show up like the Sanchez we've seen, play against United many a time. Yeah, he did. He did show up against us. <laughs> but we, I think the Sanchez that we swapped is probably still in at the Emirates hiding. Um, yeah. <laughs> Red Devil, um, Sanchez, what say you? <laughs> um, well, speechless. I think to be honest with you, you know, I, I think you know for someone who's being paid five hundred grand a week, I, I, I mean, I, I agree. I don't think our expectations are too high. Um, I think. I, th I think I think he he's been shocking to be honest with you. I mean, I feel like every time I see him play, he you know the, the amount of times he loses the ball, um, I do feel is scandalous. I, I mean, he's getting away with murder there. Um, but I, I feel like you know the Sanchez that came in, the the whole video, everything around it. You know, I think a lot of Man United fans were thinking we've got we we've got a special player here and on paper he should have been you you you're reading out the stats there you know the the stats before he came to manchester united were were impeccable and and he's come into a team and i think everyone was expect he was saying you know what arsenal uh you know he's going to come to a much better team in manchester united he's going to have much better quality players around him he's going to be able to link up with pogba and the ir irony with that is is that uh, people are now saying that pogba and sanchez are getting in each other's way so i mean it's 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 kind of it's kind of that thing of you know this town ain't big enough for the two of us you know it's it's you know it's it's that that part doesn't seem to be working and I don't know I feel like for someone who's being paid five hundred grand a week I, I I am underwhelmed I'm not gonna lie um, and I I I I would feel sorry for him but I just don't I just don't and it's, I don't want to be cold hearted I don't want to be cold hearted about it but you know I was what too late for that now. exactly exactly <laughs> look for me just my Summary of it, I feel like he's going to go down as just a 500 grand a week Di Maria, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I did know something. Yeah. But I'm good. Before you jump in, Femi, 500 yep. grand a week Di Maria, I'm going to go to Jessica and I'm going to say, do you think this player, Sanchez, will end up leaving Manchester United being held in the same regard as one of the best midfielders ever, Varane? because he was great elsewhere, but just not for Manchester United. Will that happen to Sanchez? Uh, will he be held as the... No. I think it'll probably impact him, because you don't even see him play, for goodness sakes. Really, like, he's not around, is he? He's not, he's not 
in people's mindset because he doesn't play. He's hardly ever even on the bench. So, no, I don't think so. I don't think he'll be held highly. That's not good. That's not good. Like and, and, Varane scored a goal against Spurs. And yeah, he did in a really good comeback. Yeah. In a, re in a really good comeback. Do you know Do you know something as well? And I think this goes against him. And we're going to move on to, we're going to leave Sanchez behind because I think he's left us behind. <laughs> um, I believe he showed up. Never mind, left us behind. Well, he won't know. leave his money behind. I'll tell you that. Oh no, no, no! He's probably <laughs> he's That's Ubered that home. I, be, I believe. <laughs> I, I believe. I believe that um, Sanchez. And the reason I ask about the expectation is it too high? I believe that that the fact that Manchester United went and bought another player from Arsenal, mm. who was who was held in high regard, who was seen as you know, within the world elite of, of of footballers that Manchester United didn't go on and propel themselves to win the the the, the Premier League, just like they did with um Robin Van Persie. There was there was an expectation that that level of magic would then return. And it mm. hasn't. No. And it hasn't. And I think when you and I say that will he go down uh, in the same mind as as some people hold Veron? Possibly. Uh, but I think I do honestly believe for the amount of money that he was being paid or is being paid and was offered that we expected the, the Van Persie magic and it, and it was never going to be. It was never going to be because Van Persie uh, as a player was, it was totally unique. Sanchez started out as a right winger, didn't yeah. like it. You know, he's at Udinese, didn't like yeah, it, went to yeah. Barcelona, couldn't yeah. break in there, was sold, went to Arsenal then spends the bulk of his time. And in Arsenal, anyone plays on the left and right because they were swapping people around for fun. Um, he then wants to be on the left. And now he's at the he's at, almost at the end of his career. And he's now been asked to fit into a system that he probably either is too inflexible to fit into or he's not willing to fit into. And again, if you're playing on the left, you need to be able to use your left. And as Jack says, there's that whole kind of, you know, he's going to faint, pass it, and he comes inside and he chips it into an open space and, and it goes out. That is annoying. That is annoying. And it happens time and time again. And, and that's the one thing for me that will stand out. There is this inconsistency in terms of his performance. He looks good. He's energetic. He's, he's, he's you know, 100% in terms of um, uh, commitment. But... In terms of fluidity, in terms of impact on the game, in terms of goals, which is what Manchester United really would expect for that amount of money per week, just not been able to deliver. And that is in itself criminal. Doesn't matter who the manager is. Doesn't matter if it's Jose. Doesn't matter if it's Ole and he's there for the next two years. As a striker, and, it, and he's played up front for, for his national team, you are judged by goals. That is it. And he's and, and he's robbing us blind. We're literally giving money away and he's having a good old giggle. You can stop crying now. Just go stop crying. <laughs> stop crying. Right. I'm going to say we're going to move on. We're going to move away from Sanchez. You've been left behind, Sanchez. Um, because I'm conscious of time. And I'm going to ask a question about someone else who... Uh, has been in the news this week and is constantly in the news whenever there's a transfer window. Um, I'm going to say, what's the matter with one matter? Any other business? Any other business? Uh, I put a tweet out this week and said that if um, one matter had 10% of Marcus Rashford's speed, he would play every single game and he would be considered world-class. I, I see him in the same light as Sanchez. Not that he's, he doesn't have an impact on the game or the Manchester United team, but I see him now as a squad player. I see him now as a super sub. And I know that Jessica likes one matter. So I do like one matter, and I think I think you're right. I think he, <clears throat> and I think in comparison to Sanchez, I think he can be a super sub and come on and make an impact and change things. I think he has really good vision of the game, and um, yeah, I, I don't 
I would be sad to see him go, I think. I think he brings something to Man United. I think he's quite stabilising. And I think he does make an impact when he comes on and being... And, and he's probably quite happy to be a super sub now because he too is getting older, right? Yeah, aren't we all? Except for certain people on the pod, I'll say no names. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I never said anything. I never said anything. I never said it. I never said it. Um, so, yeah, I think... I think if you were to say which one to go, or you'd have to put money on Sanchez. Um, well, they re- he's contracts up, right, Matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's another one. That's I, 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 you know what? This this time around, I'm not even looking at all the transfer hullabaloo because it's just ridiculous. And um, I, I really don't. I still don't think United have a plan of action. I think that. Um, Ole's made it very clear that he has nothing to do at the transfer window. Um, if they're going to bring in anything, it's going to be a Woodward signing again, which means that, you know, it's probably not going to be someone beneficial to the team, perhaps, if at all. And I'm not convinced we'll sign anyone, to tell you the truth. Um, a, little bit of tra- a little bit of transfer controversy there, Francesca. You always, you're always throwing doubt, aren't you? Just <laughs> negative. Negative, terrible woman. Um, but I think I think that I think one matter would be is a good super sub, you know. I think because I think he can come on and and make an impact, and sometimes maybe just stabilize things because he is a little bit older and he does see the game and he can calm things down if need be. So I think he's a he would be one to keep if if there was a toss up. If there was a toss up, yeah, I doubt, I doubt there will be. Um. <laughs> At the end of the season, we'll still all be talking about Youngs. Well, Ashley Young yeah. does look young. That's the thing. going to take Matt and Sanchez into the boardroom. He's going to be like, right, lads, I'm flipping a coin. One years ago, and Matt are heads or tails. No, no, no. But he's not doing flipping coins anymore. It's a it's a cashless society. They're going to use rock, <laughs> paper, scissors. That's all I was just about to say. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Best out of three. Okay. Um Femi, um one matter. Would you would you say he's a super sub? Um I would say yes, because I think he's getting to that age as well, that age bracket. Um but the problem would be would San would uh, matter, sorry, actually would be a super sub at United. And I think um I think there. I don't think for one minute he he, he doesn't see himself as that right now. Yeah, but the thing is, um, he would also want to win trophies at some point. So and play regularly. Um, yeah, the truth is, I don't know. But I think as a super sub, yes, um, it would be sad because most. I think most United fans love him. They love mm-hmm. him a lot. Yeah, and I think um, also in terms of sales, he's actually the United in favor. But going forward, I think we would need to sell him at some point to raise money for younger, better players. Wow, okay. Younger, better players. Let's go on to younger, better podcast people. Um, Red Devil, (laughs) do you agree with Femi? (laughs) Um, But no, look, I I, I feel that personally, um, Mata has has done what what he can do at Manchester United. I think, uh, you know, when when we did bring him in, obviously David Moyes brought him in. He was he was one of the best players in the Premier League, um, mm-hmm. and I think obviously he's he's you know as he's got older, I, I I'm not sure his you know his his impact is as big, but I, I think he could potentially be you know a super sub. We've seen you know Mourinho use him as a super sub as well. We saw against Juventus, brought him on for that set piece, whipped it in the top corner. You know, happy days. And I if if he if he can just do that, I I don't mind at all. Um, because I think he had a brilliant left foot, um, and he ha- he is technically very good on the ball. The only thing that kind of gets me a bit with him is is sometimes when we're trying to go forward, if if Mata gets the ball, he he as Jessica said is is very much you know good at stabilising the play. Um, but when you want to have that sort of counter attacking move, he's not exactly the best the best player to pass it to. In my opinion, I feel like uh, yes, he can play those kind of calm passes, but I'm not sure if he's playing the ball forward as much as he used to, but I think actually, you know, Mata very is, is a very good technically on the ball. Um, actually, better technically than a lot of the players that we've got at the club. Yeah. Um, and I feel that you know, Matt, he can do a job off the bench. 
Um, starting every week, I think I, I actually agree with what you said. Um, you know, that if, if Mata did have, you know, even a fraction of the, of the pace of Marcus Rashford, if Juan Mata was fast, I think we'd be talking about one of the best players in, in the league. Uh, you know, he, he'd probably have a lot, you know, a lot of goals under his belt, a lot of assists. Um, but unfortunately, just his pace is, is not there anymore. Um, but he has a very, very high footballing IQ. And I feel like whenever he does play, he is quite consistent. You know, I, I, I do kind of rate players who are consistent. And I feel like when he does get his opportunity to play, he, you know, he plays at a consistent level. It's not necessarily a, a super high level, but it's yeah. always a consistent performance where you feel like, you know what? I mean, I've, I've never you know, watched Mata play and go, oh, he's had an absolute shocker today. I think I've, I've watched Mata yeah. and maybe he'll have a bit of an off day, but I've, I've never seen him have a complete shocker where he's lost the ball 30 times and, you know, thrown his toys out of the pram. I've never seen that. So credit to him for that. And I think he does still have a bit of life left it, left in him uh, off the bench. That's good. I mean, I, I could hear, Jack, you, you were ready to say something there um, alongside Red Devil. Yeah, I think I agree with with almost everything he said. I think... Yes, Mata is definitely a consistent player and can make an impact in in the sort of games where uh, we need that little spark of magic, like we saw in the Juve game. I think he, I think he has a place in the squad for at least another another year or so, and maybe even two, because he's that kind of player who I actually think he could almost drop back into like not not like a a number six, but almost a number eight, where like a a Scholes-esque role where he just kind of sits in the midfield, doesn't do a lot of tackling or anything like that, but just gets the ball and kind of dictates the tempo because I feel like, one, he's got the ability to do that, but he's also got the football in grade. And are, you talking, are you talking about Pogba's position? No, not Pogba's position because I think Pogba is becoming more of a more of a number 10 almost in the way he's playing at the moment. He's getting to, into the box so frequently. I'm saying more of someone who can almost sit alongside Pogba and kind of help dictate the tempo of the play. So Pogba doesn't always have to be trying to control the tempo of the play and also try and create those sparks of magic where we can kind of allow Mata to dictate where everyone else goes and allow Pogba to go free and then have, like, we need also, if we do that, we do need, um, like, a strong defensive midfielder who has a lot of tackling and interception output. Um, but especially in the in the in the lower games like the FA Cup, League Cup against the weaker opponents that we come up in the group stage, Champions League, he's definitely got a, a place in this team, and I'd say he's got a bigger place in the, in our squad than Alexis Sanchez because of um, just the wages won and the expectations of the player. Well, I, you know, I think we all made great points about Juan Mata. I mean, I um, when he originally signed, I was. I have to be honest. I was kind of like, why have we signed this? Why have we signed him? Um, wasn't didn't necessarily have a presence on the ball um, in his first season or first season and a half. He would lose it frequently when when pressed quickly in the middle of the pitch. Uh, he was sold by Jose, and I believe that that's that that year um, Chelsea went on to win the league. Um, Femi makes a point about he, you know, he's desperate to win. Um, titles. I, I think for someone of his his caliber in the Manchester United team, it, that would be the one thing that he's really upset about. That Man United haven't gone on to win a, a Premier League title. They have a, a European uh, trophy to hand, but not a Premier League title. And I, again, I, I looked at his goal stats: two hundred and thirty-five appearances uh, overall in, in in the Premier League history, fifty goals, fifty assists. I have to say, when I talk about assists, I think that's the most pot noodle statistic you could think of. Oh, I passed the ball to you, so therefore I must get credit. That's your bloody job. Mm. Um, uh, In some cases it is. Yeah, you know, let's be frank. You know, it's about putting the ball in the back of the net. And that's so, what counts. so you're saying Rashford can take no credit for the assist he got against Pot. I think it can be a misleading statistic because it can hit off someone's arse and just someone can volley it in off that from 30 yards and it's an assist. But then you have someone like Marcus Rashford who took around two players, elasticoed around another and played a perfect ball for Pogba to tap it in. So it, it is a, it's, it's a misleading statistic, but it's also 
It's an irrelevant, I'll, tell, I'll be honest with you, it's an irrelevant statistic. It is, <laughs> oh, totally oh. irrelevant. It is. Assist, assist. Oh, I passed the ball. That's your job. Whoa. This is football. I'm going to get Statman Dave onto you. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. Statman Dave, we can speak. I have no problems. Anyway, I, I, I've shifted away from my focus. Let's get back to this. Um, Matters, matters, um, appearances at Chelsea. Thirty-four appearances in the 2011-12 season, um, six goals. Uh, Twelve, thirteen season, thirty-five appearances, twelve goals. Uh, Thirteen, fourteen season, thirteen appearances, no goals. He joins United that season. He plays fifteen times, scores six goals. Following season, thirty-three appearances, nine goals. Um, following season, um, thirty-eight appearances, six goals. Sixteen, seventeen season, matter. Um, 25 appearances, six goals. 17, 18 season, 28 appearances, three goals. I mean, he's. He, he, I think the only so time. He, well, goals. <laughs> I'm only talking about goals. The assists, I like because I expect that's what he's going to do. But for me, again, I, I go back to the point that I made. If he had 10% of the pace of Rashford, we wouldn't even talk about assists because. He's a very calm individual in front of goal. He's a very cool finisher. The goal that he scored against Liverpool, the scissor kick, fantastic. You know, that was outstanding. That was outstanding. And I just think to myself, if he was quicker, he wouldn't need to pass. He would just score the goals himself. And he's so calm in front of goal. I believe, from my point of view, in terms of one matter, none of the managers in Manchester United's time since Sir Alex Ferguson have left have been able to utilise or seen where this guy should have played and built the team around him because they constantly put him out on the right wing. Uh, I mean, we talked about Sanchez going out there and he's quicker than one matter and he doesn't even want to go out there. And we keep constantly putting one matter on the right wing and he wants to come inside where he, he, he does as at um, a level of calm. He is consistent on the ball. He is that kind of person who is he sees the cute pass and given time, when he's not pressurised, will make the killer pass for Rashford, for Martial, for Lukaku, those players that will thrive on it. But time and time again, he's been stuck out wide and then he's used as a sub. And I think if the club do get rid of him, they'll be foolish. I think he is a squad player. It, he might seem as an extravagant luxury, in terms of him being in the squad. But when you're thinking about this, and I mentioned it before, this squad has not changed. If he isn't sold now, he won't be sold in the summer. He'll be at the club for another 18 months. And then we go back to the point where we talk about that the club are not giving enough um, opportunity to young players. So we, <laughs> as much as we're talking about Sanchez blocking up the, the opportunities of Chong and all of that, we still have, think of it, Chong comes on, but we're still talking about San, um, Mata, Mata on yeah. the right-hand side. And that is the reality. Yeah. And that is and we all like Mata. We all want to see Mata play. But, you know, if we all sat around for like four days and said, what position would he be in? We'd still say, can we put him on the right-hand side? Because we know that the two midfield positions are weak. We know that the back four is weak. We know that there is a weakness at right back. We know that the left back isn't always consistent. And there are issues on the left-hand side. And that is, the, it is honestly, it's like a human's rubric's cube. We're constantly shifting. But I asked the question about one matter because I see him as a very good player who has never truly been given the, the, the chance to stake his um position in a team in a central role and um, honestly it reminds me going back in many many years of a player that England had Glenn Hoddle and they never utilized him in the right way but if he was playing in France if he was playing in Spain if he was playing in Italy if he was playing for Argentina or Brazil they would have built a squad around him and they would have gone on to win major tournaments and I think with one matter every United manager has missed a trick every and even Van Gaal every single one and we have wasted, when we talk about young talent coming through, we have wasted one of the best technicians that the club has seen for many, many years since Paul Scholes. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. You know, and, and that for me, I look at it and I think, this guy is so good on the ball. Why can we not get him into the squad? Why are we so um, 
enable to 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 fit him into a position that says we're going to make sure that you we give you the ball in a position that makes us tick. Yeah. You know, but we're so focused on um, physique, we're focused on pace, we're focused on the next shiny thing. I think and this it might guy be... has been in, in, in the team for some time and he just I hasn't think... been utilised the right way. I think it might be also the way football has transformed for the past couple of years because you could understand these days where you have fast, pacey players, even defenders as well, can be as fast as some, um, some strikers. So I guess that is the, the that's the effect um, when you have teams that play those slow passing game from one rather than just pace, 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 bish, bash, bosh kind of football, rather than just dwelling on the ball and looking for your next man when by your attacker or the left or the right wingers are asking for the ball. So I think Mata is kind of playing is, is suffering as a result of modern day football in that sense. Uh well he suffered for quite some time. Very, very, very long time. Um, gentlemen and the Queen, obviously, I'm not, I shall not forget you. Um, we have come to the end of the pod uh, and it, we have talked. And, it, and because we are all squeezed together, it seems to have gone so much quicker than normal. Yeah. So much quicker than yeah. normal. Um, but what I will say is I'd like to thank you all for joining today. Thank you, Jack. No problem, mate. Thanks for having me. No, of course. Thank you, Femi. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Red Devil Weekly. <laughs> Thanks, Rodney. Really enjoyed it, mate. No worries. And the Queen, we bow down before you on the far side of planet Earth. Jessica, thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure. This is the first of many United fans discuss. We will be doing this on a fortnightly basis. Don't worry, there are lots to discuss. So we'll be joining you again around the Manchester United topic. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please send your questions and comments to at Rodney Cyrus on Twitter with the hashtag pod question. Until then, Please stay safe. I know that we will. And bye for now.